What is up, ACL Nation? Welcome into episode 27 of Bag and Bragging. It is July 19th, so you know what that means. It's Josh Keck's birthday. We Happy all knew. birthday, Josh Keck. We all knew, so what better way to celebrate than bring on a special guest, Jeff McCarriger. <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with Josh Keck, but why not, right? That makes uh, total sense. I originally had a plan when we were going to bring on Jeff as a guest to have Jeff do like his amazing intro like he does for all his guests, you know, but for himself. And I'll yeah. just record it and then dub over and kind of like lip sync it as it goes along. But <laughs> I ran out of time. Well, That's you have it. all kinds of ideas. I do. I'm, I'm great with ideas. Terrible with execution of said ideas. But <laughs> it's uh, it's over, Mish. The open season has wrapped up. We finished off in Canton, Ohio. Open number 16. Shootout number 8. I think it was a pretty good one. Had all types of action. Had some drama. We got some awkward knuckles along the way. So... We got some highlights we're going to go through, um, awkward knuckles, awkward moments, rolls, pushes, and airmails as usual. And then, as I mentioned, our special guest, Jeff McCarricker, as we wind down the season. Uh, plus, we got a new game we're going to introduce here. Mish came up with a brilliant idea, top floor bagger and four baggers, send it or board it. And then, would you rather? So I got a, I got a would you rather for Jeff. Um, I thought of one as we were talking there right before the show started. But Okay. As usual, Mish, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Um, we have been working really hard behind the scenes to launch a new online store for the ACL. Um, it's a project we've been working on for months. Um, and it finally opened today. <laughs> so oh, I feel awesome. great about the fact that the new shop is launched. Um, there's still things we have to do post-launch, but the fact that it's finally up and live is amazing. It's been a really co- sort of crazy last few days to like push this thing to go live. Um, but yeah, so cue well, up that gonna... bragging little title. Yeah, awesome. I know. Yeah, we should, I should bra- let's, hold on. Yeah. let's go. Let's go bragging on the store. It's a thousand times better. If you shopped in the ACL store before, I'm sorry. It is so much better now. <laughs> so go, go take a look. We have um, streamlined things. We've made the shipping rates better. Um, it's all in all going to work so much better and it's so much more user-friendly. So um, go check yeah, it out. Yeah. I saw that we sold a hundred t-shirts for bagging and bragging. When are they going to get borderline t-shirts? Anything yet? No. <laughs> That's like <sold laughs> as if we could sell t-shirts for yeah, the no. show. I, don't, I know Jeff is in the green room like screaming right now like what you guys got t-shirts we've been pushing this for years so we do not have t-shirts we don't even have an intro so you're good jeff don't worry no poking fun from far away right oh man so close yet so far it's gotta be torture for him he's sitting there watching us he can't even push the button to bring himself into the show but actually he can i think he can produce a show oh he can't borderline don't tell him that all right i got got something to brag about so uh i got what eight days off and um, I put on the schedule that I was getting myself a massage today. I said, I don't care. I, I messaged my buddy. I said, hey, I got a $100 bill. You just tell me how long I go, right? So he yeah, said, all right, come on over. I drove, <laughs> drove over to his house today. I got to listen to some podcasts. Had a good uh, little text message conversation with Brandon Greba from Titan. So hopefully something uh, comes off of that. But then I, I just laid there. He went to work on me, deep tissues. like, is this? Is this too hard? I was like, I don't really think there's a thing that's too hard right now. My body is so beat up. We got done doing 17 out of 20 weeks in a row for me. I mean, that that's insane. Not to yes. mention two of those were long, long drives. But, uh, yeah, he went to town, and I kind of felt a little sore on the drive back. But when came right home, the house was like a nice 68, 67 oh, degrees. Money. I sat down in the bed for a second, started petting the dog. Done. 
Out. Fell, fell asleep for three and a half hours. Just out. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling great. Yeah. So I, I woke up like about five o'clock. It's like, all right, I still got time to do the uh, the highlights and stuff like that. But it's fun. It's fun. That's a that's a good little Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. gonna lie. And then uh, last thing I'm kind of bragging about, um, I saw that Trey's tweet shows that they lifted the, I guess, ban for yeah. the 16U portion. So they're still keeping it eight. So that still creates interesting scenarios here. We got uh, your boy Vincent Frisch, I believe, has the potential to make it in the pro division. Um, Braden Wilson sitting at the top of the open standings. So he might make it in. And then right there on the bubble, Ryan Trader. I'm going to look at the scenarios and see if there's a possibility for him to get in there. I'm not really sure what's going to happen with Bella's whole situation. Mm. Um, I saw what Eric Sharon. Well, Sammy Soto. Is he not close? Sammy Soto, I believe, is a little bit further down than Braden and Ryan, though, as far as okay. openings go. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all kind of shapes out. I mean, there is the qualifier, too, but I'm not sure what order each thing has, you know, as far as priority goes. Oh, I, yeah, they, they list it's on the ACL website. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, okay. it's, so I'm going to basically take those rules, break it down one line at a time, create a spreadsheet, and then um, whenever Jimmy Humans and I do our like partner tear up, we're just basically going to tear up all the teams. We talked about it. I think we're going to kind of unveil this is what we see as an outsider looking in. Obviously, I'm not involved in the rooms where they have the important discussions and stuff like that, but I'm excited to see that they open the band up. I mean, we saw last weekend. I'm bragging on the youth again. I've done this so many times. Insane. Ash Jamnis and Braden Wilson just own the show. They put on a show. I mean, yeah. we were joking that when they left, nobody was on our court. They're like, yeah, this nothing is as interesting as Yeah, that. we have a match <laughs> to go to the finals on our court, and they're three rows over, still hanging around after, I think it was Hisner and Henderson played Cash yeah. and, and Braden. And it was just like everywhere that they went, they drew in a big crowd. People love watching the juniors. There's a lot of support in there. So um, I'm hoping Braden is in no matter what. Um, we're going to do like a little fundraiser thing for him for Worlds. Um, but yeah, bragging on the youth, man. I think the, I think the kids stole the show this weekend. I mean, how good are these kids going to be when they're adults? Like, it's not even fair. <laughs> well, that's Jeff and Bernie talk about it all the time. Is there a kid that can train or is there a person that can transcend the sport? And I think it's going to be homegrown. I think it's going to be either, you know, Jacob Gore, Cash Chamnus has swag for days. So, I mean, he's got swag, he's got money, he's got any bag he wants. So, Brayden Wilson, though, <laughs> Brayden Wilson is not shy, which I think is like, I, I think I even said when we were talking about that idea of like who could transcend the sport, mm -hmm. Brayden Wilson to me has the potential. Uh, yeah. Because he has a great personality, he's well spoken, um, he's talented, um, he's likable. Uh, so it just it, like he doesn't yeah. seem like a kind the kind of kid that's going to turn into like a jerky teenager. But you know, I guess you never know. But if he stays humble and stays a, as like um, confident in in his ability to speak and also to just connect with people, I think he could be the one. I think yeah. he has the potential. Yeah, just a little fine tuning on the edges for him, but I mean, I think he's I think he's showing all the right traits that we need for the sport. So hopefully, he keeps on that track. I mean, finishing eleventh overall in open standings, why not? Why not? Not Braden? too shabby. Not too yeah. shabby. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we will uh, start our interview with Jeff. So stay tuned right after this. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero, all engine running. 
Welcome. I'm laughing because yep. of the awkward knuckles and I'm laughing because of the question in the YouTube chat. So I can't, we, we already got one question in the chat. I love it. I already know somebody <laughs> sitting at their computer is dying, waiting for the moment. So if you guys want to hop in this conversation, make sure you head over to YouTube, ask us a question in the chat and we'll ask Jeff. We're also going to play a would you rather. So if you guys have a would you rather question, you want to ask Jeff, Mish or myself, put that in the comment as well. So go ahead, Mish, read that question. Ashley's bringing him yeah, on. I gotta, first, I I gotta bring him on first. I was just gonna say, Jeff, Jeff is the uh, king of intros, so I, I, oh, I'm not. So like, the, he, here's some guy, Jeff. Here's Jeff. <laughs> why? Why am I really, really nervous about this? <laughs> I don't know if I'm oh, liking your right. tone. So the American Cornhole League says, ask Jeff if he knows how to sort an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> and by American Cornhole League, does that mean Trey Ryder? Or one can Haley, only assume whoever or, has control of it. No, yeah, it's Trey. It's Trey. No, it's Trey. It's Trey. <laughs> We've been texting. Um, so, so I went to the Raw Titles page to just just you know update a few things, and the titles page has been turned completely upside down. So instead of being sorted by whoever has the most all-time career titles, which is Matt Guy, all the way down to the bottom, it's now been flipped. So I, and, and I can't flip it back. So I text Trey, I'm like, who the hell flipped the all-time wins career leader list? This is the same type of person that puts the toilet paper on the toilet paper roller backwards. Okay, it is. Well, what's the answer to that? Are you a mullet guy or are you a beard guy for the toilet paper roll? Uh, um, whatever the normal one is, or a bullet, a mullet. Um, I guess I'd be beard because I'm front, front, yeah, right? Front, that's beard, yeah, yeah, beard. Your beard who's, guy? A, who's the other? That's I'm, the I'm a beard guy, I'm a beard guy, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. There are some mullet. I, I've had issues, I've had issues in the past with, with a certain someone who put it on backwards. 
So whoever this, I'm telling you, whoever flipped this chart to go backwards, and poor Corey Gilbert, and I found out today that Corey Gilbert is tied for dead last with one. So poor Corey, now he's exposed. <laughs> Every time I go to the raw titles list, there's Corey Gilbert with one. Oh, I mean, who wants last. to see that? There, there are some zeros. Well, now he's exposed. <laughs> so Trey, so Trey, so Trey says to me, so Trey texts me, and he's like, "All right, he's like, here's all you have to do, and it's like a list, like a mile long of all these things I have to do. You probably can't even see it." Well, so I mean, I, I gotta okay. hit, I gotta hit like Command A, Alt Shift B, <laughs> hashtag, I don't know, all kinds of stuff, and then I gotta sort by range, and then do something with a header, hit sort again, then descending total column, like. Like he's an engineer. No, you know, no, 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 no. I graduated no. from Kansas. Give me a break. This is not rocket science or engineer brain. This is literally a couple clicks of a button. You can do this, Jeff. No, he lost me at Command Day. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and who said? Who said the commentators are divas? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, could be yeah. worse. I could be Terrell Owens. Oh, yes. Oh, low blow. Hey, too soon. There. Why not? Let's go there. Too soon. <laughs> let's go there. That is his reputation. He just. Yeah. Why did yeah. we think it'd be anything different, right? Ocho Cinco was great. After after the match was done, I just went down to say hi, and he practically jumped into my arms like like he did with Logan Chamberlain, like we were college roommates. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. That's I'm hugging Ocho Cinco. That's what we're doing. He, he was awesome. Try I gotta get comfortable enough. I gotta get comfortable enough next year to like actually mingle and interact with the celebrities a little bit more. Uh, I feel like right now I'm just kind of a guy in the crowd who happens to just walk out on the <laughs> on the uh, playing well, area. I think it's hey. if you're starting out in the crowd. I think yeah. it'd be different if you're starting out in the back. <laughs> but yes, that's that's true. All right. Well, well, let's let's get into it. So we wanted to kind of wrap up the season and and look for what we're going into for Worlds. So I guess my first question, Jeff, is just you know this is not your first season, obviously. So what do you think about this season, how it's wrapping up in compared to last seasons and all that good stuff? It was amazing. It was, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, we kind of touched that on, on our podcast this week. Um, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. All right. So first things off, you know, it's 2023, obviously I started this in 2020. So in my mind, I've always been thinking I've been doing this for three years. This is actually my four. I just wrapped up my fourth regular season mm-hmm. of doing play by play for cornhole. So, I mean, that's, that's really cool. Like next year, if they'll have me back, even though I can't figure out spreadsheets, apparently. Um, <laughs> if they have me back next year, it'll be contract it'll be is on the third tab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next year will be season five. I mean, it, it uh, it's, it's hard to believe. Uh, hard to believe. But uh, no, I appreciate everyone at the ACL. I mean, it's been such such an amazing ride. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was great. I mean, as you guys well know, um, it's been highly publicized within our world. I was afraid this year. I really was. Uh, I was afraid it was just going to be just a just a crappy block game that me and most people at home just don't want to see. I don't want to see washes out, you know, people washing out at five, six, seven, whatever, four, bunch of bags off the board, you know, row shots missing, airmails missing, off the rails. I, I just I was just really worried that we were going to see some really crappy cornhole this year. And and as you guys know, you know, I went on my rant several times. You know, th- these are professionals. And when you watch professional sports, you want to see something that you can't do. And I'm sorry, and I know it bores a lot of you, but I want to see 39 rounds, you know, and I want to see 11.43 PPR, even if you lose. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I like to see 40 bags in a row. It's amazing. It puts so much pressure on each bag. However, that being said, 
like Trey and I have always said from from day one, you know, when the block game really kind of emerged a couple of years ago, it's one thing to lay down a block. It's another thing to play a dirty game. It's another thing to be able to clean it up. We've been talking about this now for a couple of years. And so now we're getting the best of both worlds. We are getting this incredible defensive game with these guys and girls making these incredible saves and shots to clean up everything on the board. So I really feel like this year was an incredible season because we got, we got, we got both sides. We got great offense and great defense. And it was just, it was just so much fun to watch because I'm watching greatness. I'm watching something I can't do. No one that I know in my family, obviously, or in my circle can do something like that. You have to watch TV. You have to watch the ACL to see, you know, cornhole played at this level and i love that i love that for any sport so you love this hybrid style of play that we've gotten this year we've seen a lot of the carpetbag throwers start to throw high pprs um who's one player though that's came on your radar that you weren't really expecting that much out of and then this season they just met all expectations and more tony smith tony smith yeah um and, and you know bernie brought up a great point you know he 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 and, and time will time will tell on this but but i think he's right I think it's going to be harder for the slide player to learn how to become a great defensive player than it will be for a defensive player to be able to just run backs. And Tony has has showed up this year and showed us all that you know he does have control over that bag. I I, I felt like he got so so um, caught up with the defensive game last year that I felt like it got in his head and at times he couldn't even hit a slide shot. Yeah. But this year he has this year has he has matured and now he has shown, hey, I'll run 30 bags with you. I'm, I'm fine with that. Let's go four, five, six, eight rounds. We'll just go for bag for bag. But then all of a sudden he can lay a block, you know, he can roll it. I mean, he, you know, all of a sudden it becomes his game and he dominates that too. So I mean, I, I did not I he and Eric Davis were the two I was probably most concerned with. I don't I, I don't think Eric has quite gotten there yet, but Tony has. I mean, he is he is he is just that elite hybrid player, and I have I have loved loved watching him play this year well one thing is that the heavy heavy sticky carpet bag throwers and then tony's combats last year were just extra sticky but those type of players they learn the technique by throwing that hard carpet bag and now we're kind of looking at them switch over to a faster style of bag you know sorcerers witchers we got the uh was mm -hmm. the convicts or whatever tony throws and now they're learning now they're basically taking that technique and they're rolling these faster bags pretty much the same exact way their yeah. airmails are on point and like you said, clean up the pushes and hitting these bar soaps and trick shots to save rounds. I think it's it's changed the game. And it's crazy. Yeah, it, it changes yeah. every single so year. It so has. Good. All right, guys. We're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back with more with Jeff right after this.
All right, we are back with Jeff McCarriger. We're talking about wrapping up the season and looking forward into Worlds, which is going to be our real wrap-up of the season. Uh, we're talking about players that Jeff has been impressed with this season. You mentioned Tony Smith. That I was wondering um, if one of those players for you was Hunter Thorne. He's one that stood out to me. I remember beginning of the season thinking, like, really, Hunter and, and Noah? But I feel like Hunter outperformed what I thought. Yeah, I, I loved. I, 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 uh, I mean, coming into the season, I, I really thought that was going to be a great pairing. And yeah, I had I had really high expectations for Hunter Thorne. I had him in my power rankings early on, but um, just has not been able to get quite to that you know championship level yet. But yeah, he's a guy. I mean, I mean, others. I mean, I can just look at my at my list here. Um, Fisher Hamilton. I mean, Justin Burton Jr. Let me just talk about him for a split second. Um, I love watching him play. And, and, uh, again, we talk about this on the podcast a bit this week, so a little bit of spoiler, but it's okay. Um, I, I love watching Justin. I can't believe Jr. he hasn't mentioned borderline one time. And, and I couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I guess I should have. Um, uh, so, so I, I was trying to figure out like, why, why do I like watching Justin Burton Jr. play so much? Right. And, um, like I talked about on borderline Thursday nights at eight o'clock, um, <laughs> was, uh, was, was he's he's athletic like and and I know that's been I know that's been a point of emphasis or was this year for the ACL and I hope it I hope it continues to be we need our pros to be and look athletic that may sound stupid but Justin Burton Jr like like I think about cornhole way too much and so I was like why do why do I like this guy so much he's athletic to me he looks like an athlete the way he stretches I mean it's almost like Randy Johnson when he was pitching in the major leagues Randy Johnson was six foot six right I mean by the time he delivered the baseball. It felt like it was on you. It was already like halfway to home plate. Justin Burton Jr. has this long wingspan, right? So by the time he releases the bag, he's already got like a foot and a half head start over everybody. But he just looks athletic. He looks competitive. I love his style. I just love watching him play. So Justin Burton Jr., uh, Fisher Hamilton, uh, you know, he just had to learn how to win. I've talked about that before. And then and then my guy, Jake Gore. Uh, I'm just so proud of that kid. I I, I so proud of him. I mean, almost like like he's like he's my son. I mean, I just I, I've loved watching him mature. I love talking with Jackson. Uh, Jackson is. I mean, he's someday he should have his own podcast. I mean, he's he's a great conversationalist. Yeah, but to watch Jake all the mature, time, to watch Jake mature and to see his game grow, I mean, you know, I, I hate to leave people out. There's so many, but that's just a few more. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I Going can go into on forever, as you well know. <laughs> going into worlds uh, are there any players that you feel like 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 show up or shut shut up type of thing like who needs to really show up you do you feel like at worlds um well i mean they all need to show up uh, no but like who who like, who do you feel like this is like kind of their last chance in a way like they didn't have the season that they thought they would and worlds is kind of like what happened to ian cripps last season where he was not going to make it into the the eight of the junior spots, and then he showed up at Worlds. Gosh, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, are we talking about? I mean, I, I don't know all of the logistics and all the rules and everything, but I mean, Trey Birchfield. I mean, hello. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, is he in danger? I mean, are we talking about Trey Birchfield? I mean, does he have a lifetime exemption, or is this a guy <laughs> that's going to be able to? I mean, when you win well, a world championship, are you are you exempt? Is it like winning the Masters, you get to come back for the next twenty years. You know, I, he'll I, make I don't, it in doubles, but he'll make it in doubles because, uh, you know, him and Alex Rawls have a, have a great ranking, but you do wonder on the single side, what's going on there. Yeah. 
Um, so I think, I mean, if I have to, if I have to give you one, I mean, I think that would, that would be a big name that he needs it. You know, another guy that I'm still, that, that I'm still intrigued by is AJ Sims. And I hate to call him out, but AJ again, quietly is having a pretty decent year. I think mm-hmm. if you look at the standings, uh, matter of fact, I think I can, I think I still haven't pulled up from earlier. I do, uh, AJ's yeah, he's tied for 22nd in the world. This is mm-hmm. a dude. And again, I hate to call him out. Um, we've talked about this before. AJ Sims has zero titles, no wins, no open wins, nationals, worlds, shootouts, whatever, none. But yet he is tied for 22nd in the world. Like, like is AJ going to be that guy that kind of comes out and and does what he did? I think it was in 2020 or 2021 of the world championships when he took Jamie Graham, I think it was 2021, maybe took, took Jamie Graham all the way, uh, to the, to the championship round of, of the singles world championship, but AJ Sims, I'd love to see him show up. That's a good one. It is kind of surprising when you see that top ranking and then no titles, like, like that kind of plays into my, uh, would you rather that we'll get into in a little bit. And Devin Harbaugh. I mean, I'd love for Devin Harbaugh to win. So it would just, you know, shut people like me up, you know, who, who would talk about, you know, best player to never win a major. Um, and and he's gonna get it. He's he's such a great guy and so positive. He, he'll get there. It's just a matter of time. But I, I, you know, we can't we can't root for people. But that'd be a great story if he if he doesn't. Went. It feel like Devin Harbaugh looking back at this season. If, if you didn't look at the pictures, you'd say Devin Harbaugh has four titles this season. Yeah, <laughs> like the way he's <laughs> yeah. been playing. He's in almost every single final. He's going deep in all the broadcasts. He's hitting amazing shots. Yeah, it almost feels like Devin Harbaugh's won four times this season. But basically, just the. We got the doubles title with Vincent Frisch and then the one singles title in West Wego. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Cornhole is no different. I think about Kyle Malone, too, Wally. I mean, Kyle Malone yeah. was, I mean, he was the best player in the universe, right? We all said that to begin the season. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter whether it's football, basketball, baseball, or Cornhole. It, it's a long season. It's a grind. And, and you have to, you know, every player, every team has a journey. And for Kyle Malone, unfortunately, it's just been one of these journeys. Mm-hmm. And so where is he going to be? You know, is he finally yeah. on his way back up? Ryan Windsor. I was just on, I was just on their podcast last week and, and, I, and, you know, they asked me, you know, could there be a surprise player? Why not Ryan Windsor? I mean, I talk about all the time, you know, that it, it, that, and if you guys listened to the show last week, I talked about, you know, I worked in the Yankees minor league system and they like to draft. They put a premium on drafting players who have won championships because they know that you have to learn how to be a champion. Ryan Windsor has won at the highest level and he's done it multiple years. So if Ryan Windsor all of a sudden finds himself in the final eight, who's going to bet against him? Yeah, I mean, he's been there. He's a guy who's been there. What's that? Did you see his Facebook post? No, I didn't. So he posted something right after this past uh, event, and it said something along along the lines of, like, there's too much money to be made. Like, I need to basically work harder kind of thing. Um, And, you know, he definitely has some other passions in addition to Cornhole, and I just wonder if... That sort of is pulling, like, you look at the top 10, and the top 10, at least from my perception, are probably pretty selfish with their time, I would imagine. I don't think you can be top 10 without some pretty big sacrifice in the other areas of your life. Yeah. Like, I I doubt anyone in that top 10 is being pressured to do much else than play cornhole. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, the game, I mean, the game is doing this, right? I mean, it's splitting. I mean, look at Jordan Power and Jay Rubin, right? I mean, Jay, Jay's, Jay's got a lot of distractions going on because he's, he's, you know, a father, just like a lot of us are. And I totally get that. 
Jordan Power, you know, is is really wanted to become an ACL, you know, full time, and he has a full time ACL pro. And you're having this total split of players, and it's difficult. I, I think that's what makes not not to get on a little sidebar here, but Tanner Halbert, what he did this past weekend, and is mm-hmm. he a guy who can make some noise? I watched him play for a little bit. Tanner has such a good bag, and mm-hmm. here's a dude who works what 40, 50 hours a week. Maybe maybe I, I hate to sell him short. Maybe he works more than that. And he and Cat, of course, have two kids. I mean, he's a dad. You know, he's he's a dad. He's yeah. a husband. He's a family member and he works, you know, for the for the city of Lakeland, you know, and, and the fact that he still has time to be a great player. And what he did last weekend, I, I'm just so impressed with that. But, yeah, there's definitely a divide between those doing full time and those who still have to have have jobs. But Ryan, sorry, Ryan Windsor. Yeah, I mean, he probably needs to pick because, I mean, he considers himself a, a multi-sport athlete. And you've heard me talk about this in the broadcast with gaming and poker and and uh, cornhole probably probably needs to concentrate on one. <laughs> I think yeah. Ryan Windsor is actually on the uptick right now. I liked what I saw at him at yep. the shootout. I mean, you talked about Kyle Malone. He's usually beginning the season type player. And it makes what Ryan Hart did this final shootout create kind of an interesting matchup as we head into the shootout playoffs at Worlds as well because Ryan yeah. Hart is another player who's catching fire at the right time. And, uh, again, Kyle Malone, he's right there, but it's just something's a little bit off, you know, so. Yeah, great point, Wally. And I, I loved I loved watching uh, Ryan Hart play. I think I joked with you guys. He could be the best going in last weekend. He could be the best player I've never seen play mm-hmm. before. You know, the, the, <laughs> big, right, the, so biggest, the biggest name that I'd never seen play. And man, the moment was not too big for him. And he no. killed it. It was yeah. not. All right. We're almost out of time. So I want to do the would you rather. Uh, all right. So oh boy, would you go. rather would you rather have a bunch of second place finishes or one signature win? Oh, one signature win. Next. Well, like like a big like a like you're talking like a national win or like a world championship as yeah but you could have second place in all four nationals but yeah if it's if it's a shootout no i'll take a national though over a bunch of second place yeah i i I love one title no paychecks i got you i love uh (laughs) i just love i love championships i mean it's just one of those things that, that yeah i mean the money obviously well, but but I'm assuming. I mean, the question is, Wally, second place finishes. You're still winning if you're a third and fourth and fifth place. Yeah, yeah so, you're still getting money. So I would still take that win because no one can ever take that away from you. You know, I mean, if you're yeah. if you're a national winner, that's a that's in in my opinion. That, I'm assuming that's what we're talking about a national winner, a world, yes. world's win. I mean, if you're a national winner, I mean, that's that's that to me, that's a, that's a big deal. That's like winning a major in golf. You know, I mean, no one's ever going to take that away from you. And if you're a Super Bowl champion, you're always going to have that ring. Um, I, I, I for sure would take that win. All right. So I got one here. Uh, mine is, would you rather call game seven of the world series of baseball or go into the cornhole hall of fame as a commentator? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh man. Wally, I hate you right now. He gave you a hard one. Yeah. I hate you. Uh, now wait a second. Assuming that, that it, assuming that I am calling game seven, of the world series also means that I am under contract for a bazillion dollars <laughs> with Fox. No, so I'm choosing no, that all day, no, every day because the main, we all, the main we commentator all got we... hurt and we need you to fill in for one day. No, it's, only. A fill-in. it's a one day. <laughs> oh, just one game only. Yep, yeah. They, they oh, count. hall of cornhole hall of famer for sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I could have swore you were to go on game seven. Nah. <laughs> cornhole hall of fame. Put me in. I'll, I'll take that over the game. I mean, I'm, over over All one right. game. <laughs> All right, Jeff. We are out of time. We got to move on to our already. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we have a commercial, and then we'll do come back with our highlights and the rest of our games. So, uh, Jeff, it's been real. Thanks for joining us, 
and uh, work on that Excel spreadsheet uh, and, and report back, please. Oh, my uh, God, that, that's right. Uh, I got to do that. We're going to take a commercial and come back right after this. Bye, guys. See you, buddy. back everyone it is highlight time and crossing our fingers they work <laughs> oh yeah i forgot they didn't work last week uh, <laughs> uh real quick catch up with the chat and youtube colin hodet uh, had a good run this last open haven't had a chance to see him i believe he's underage so again kind of stay mm -hmm. tuned to see how that factors into it hello jennifer and then mark isley versus bernie who's winning um cornhole probably taking mark foot race taking bernie I don't know if they're. I don't know what sport they're going to play there, but <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, I'll go that route. All right, let's see. Here we got rolls, pushes, Aaron Mills, and awkward knuckles. Let's go ahead and start with some of the rolls. We got some pretty decent ones. Rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, it's like almost like the rolls are going to the wayside now. I know. It's like, oh yeah, okay. Strong cut there from Mark going in. I liked what I saw out of Chase White. How about Chase White taking down Tony Smith yeah. in the first round of bracket play? It's good to good, good to see uh, him on there. <laughs> I love the Michigan rivalries. You see Stephen Ochoa just kind of eyeball Joe Nisa. Yeah, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, has Jake been one of the most consistent, like top three consistent players for this entire season? So consistent. <laughs> cute the, little they're, they're the boys. He's so cute. We can't with it. <laughs> Yeah, big size description. I'm still kind of bummed I didn't get that Eli Stevens cash change oh, side by side I wanted. He was there too. I saw him at the end. And Eric Anderson good. and Timmy Jonas finally getting to see them on the broadcast. Of course, Devin Harbaugh just hitting the rolls. Did it with BGs this time uh, as he was partners up with Fisher. Nice little roll collect there from Fisher. But uh, here's the roll of the week for me. Justin Burton Jr. going backside with this one. 
catching just enough speed to hit that ACL uh, on the red zone and then drip right back in. So not easy to do. No, I can't do it. I'm still waiting to hit my first roll. I was thinking, like, I keep going through these fictitious situations, you know, where, like, okay, I make broadcasts for comp, comp singles, and uh, there's one chance where I go airmail, just I hit my first roll, and I'm like, I'm going to hit my That's first roll. That's the moment. That's never the never succeeded before, but will then. We'll try it on the big stage. Why not? <laughs> you saw Jordan Power try to do that. It did not go well. That <laughs> made the awkward highlights. Fisher Hamilton peeling off and there look how small David Dennis looks I still can't get over that next to Fisher Hamilton Fisher's a big kid I like what I saw no apparently he's yeah. hurt I mean look at this one here from Austin just barely on the red zone drags it back in unique throwing style here from Darren but yeah I like what I saw to Noah he's dealing with some wrist injury I think oh um, I didn't so know not, that. yeah not sure if he's got that uh, figured out, or maybe if it's helping him kind of zone in a little bit more, but hmm. I like what I saw out of Ryan and Noah. Don't, wouldn't be surprised if that's a possible team that I'm putting on the map next year. Yeah. And then here's Kyle that, Malone. That this came immediately me. after a dirty bag, and Kyle Malone looked defeated and then comes right back into it and hits that airmail. Yeah, what you think about that? I like that I was able to get some of the advanced action. Oh, yeah, we had like a lull or something. I forget. Yeah, the other matches were finishing up. Fisher Hamilton there almost gets the and one. Crazy. Sean Martinez wins the waffle and gets to play with Tony Smith, but lined up against Deb Odom on the other side. She was on fire. Yeah. Appreciate Deb joining us on the mic, by the way. She was we had fun. a little nervous. Oh, and one. Yeah, you said you can't and one Damon Dennis. There it is. You can. <laughs> Tommy Syker had a great showing at this last open. I think he's on the outside looking in as far as the pros yeah. go. So. He did. He, he, he had a great weekend. Yeah, he might have to go into the qualifier. Good ammo there from Justin Burton Jr. Duncan Clemmer, just very Talking animated. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a whole conversation. <laughs> no, what's going on there? Yeah, JBJ lands on the pile. If I'm not mistaken, I think this set Justin Burton Jr. and Logan up for a good position to win that uh, match. Jamie Graham looked very good. Burn is set up top right here. Gets one of them to go. We got some awkward knuckles on the back end of that one as well. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, heading into the World Championships, Ryan Windsor is just on fire right now. He's hitting his airmails, which is a huge part of his game. I like his uh, you know, minimal use of the roll attempts. Yeah. Jimmy McGuffin said he's been working on that and one. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of scary. Just that's terrifying. To think about that one. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good news for everyone playing against him, that's for sure. There Ooh, is the and one collect. And for you, Mish, I slowed it down. This is my... Yes. This is my airmail of the week. Boom. Big shot right there. So see, whenever I got time and I get a nice massage, I could I Look can make magic this happen. Is a brand new Wally. This is new Wally. I don't even know what to do with this Wally. I'm helping. Really good. Oh man. Pushing time. Pushing time. Starting things off with Deb. Yes, just enough of that one to go. Fisher Hamilton's push like is coming in so, and so hard. Oh, he I'm takes there. it all though. Yeah. I remember this. Give him a lane. Don't give him a lane. Yep. Good, good to see Brandon back on the courts again, though, but Joe K didn't care. And no. then you see here, Noah Wooten just loves the Viper R's. <laughs> You're so evil. I'm just saying. It was a good shot. I hope, I hope someone grabs just that little clip. Just, <laughs> just does that, like, where it just keeps playing it, you know? 
And there, Duncan Clemmer didn't learn his lesson. Misses the block twice, gets a three-bag push from, uh, I believe that was, the first one was Gavin, and then the second one, Adam Hisner. Painful. Um, Devin here, a little three-for-one push. Takes everything in just the right amount of speed. Ryan Hart using Ooh. that slinky tech, getting just Tanner, enough of that corner. Tanner's shaking his head. No. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but even Why though it looks that? awkward, Ryan wins, I'm telling you. He's, he's starting to get hot at the right time. I'm going to have to – Look at the standings and figure some things out, but don't be surprised if I don't take uh, Windsor for Worlds. Oh, okay. I'm say, I like what I see. Ooh, a little bar soap action. A lot of bar soap action. Well, this that one, one yeah. that one didn't even look like a bar of soap. Devin still got, found a way, and then Jake again, ill-advised roller airmail, whatever he went to. I think he gave up a nine. This one fired me up though. Oh my god! Like <laughs> who gets fired up more? Jordan oh. Power though, with the push of the week. Got underneath it. I know you want to rewind and see Cash one more time, don't you? Let's go, Cash. <laughs> oh, ca oh, I have to hit play. That helps. <laughs> but Cash and Braden firing each other up fires me up. Love what I'm seeing out there. He needed to get that or time. Yeah, it was Twan 20. Yeah, so it was like a huge shot. Oh, you, man. you know what Cash reminds me of there? You ever see like the, the little kid in like, I believe it was like a hockey game where he's up there dancing and he like lifts up his shirt and starts. <laughs> <laughs> Cash looked like that kid right there. Fired him up. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> and last right. but not least, awkward yep. situations. You get changed to awkward situations. Yeah, awkward knuckles and unlucky moments there. Fisher Hamilton's like little tomahawk roll that he got. And then just an unfortunate push right there for Jeremy Shermerhorn. <laughs> I think Jake Gore went through the five different stages. You got Tanner Halbert using the Jedi mind tricks on that bag. <laughs> the old accidental and one. And then I had to get a clip at Adam Hester saying, you're smart. So, oh, <laughs> you said it right when he did too. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely take that clip. You you literally worded it the same time as him. Yeah. Oh. And then a little Wait, awkward what? knuckles what? action. What? Yeah, you keep score. Oh, I got you. Oh, it's a far. Yeah, so far away. Duncan's like, no, I'm, no, I'm getting this one, bro. I'm, I'm coming all the way across to get this one from you. He went from a knuckle to a hand. Dude, knuckles, face. hands, and then Adam Hissner's aim is off. Just completely missed that knuckle. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Brayden left hanging a little bit. And then uh, Chase, same thing. Some <laughs> self-knuckles from the youngsters. <laughs> So Jeremiah Ellis might not be a pro yet based off of standings, but he definitely understood the assignment. We got some awkward knuckles stalking all the way down. <laughs> he doesn't care. Hello. I'm here. I'm staying here too. So. I'm, I'm go. good. Well, that's good stuff. Yeah, the the awkward situations are always uh, fun uh, if you can catch them. I don't remember which one it was that I was like, awkward knuckles, awkward knuckles. Because <laughs> you weren't paying attention and you, yeah. you grabbed it without even looking. I think it was Brayden because I didn't see it with Brayden. Oh, Wilson. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a good one. There was one moment where I lost replay or I didn't see it. And then I told, I said I need to go back in and pull that clip. So I don't know if it was a good shot or an awkward knuckles, but I was supposed to ask you to remind me which one it was. And I forgot. So if you didn't oh, make the clip, I'm sorry. I definitely don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I was in massage sleep mode when I made these. So that's totally understandable. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a one more commercial break. We're gonna come back with our new game. Uh, so don't go anywhere.
chatted about the idea of coming up with a new little game, um, especially because we are getting towards the end of the season, which means we're not going to have highlights um, from our events and we're not going to have odds. Um, one thing we do want to do uh, when we get into our off season is I'm going to create a page and you guys can submit your highlights at any point. So I know we've done this before where we said, okay, like get highlights in by this date and time. And then mm -hmm. we will, um, get it into the show, but this is going to be an ongoing thing. So whenever you get a great shot, whether it's, you know, at your event or at your house, uh, you can go to this site that I'm going to set up and you can enter it in there and we will show it on the show in our segments for, um, for your guys' highlights. So um, look forward to that coming out soon so we can continue to watch your amazing shots. We love it. And trick shots too. If you want to do trick shots, like anything like that, that kind of think of it like, um, yeah, What's that, that, like, that, that COVID break. We had that COVID break and there was nothing but trick shots and people just sent in their yes. thing. I think it was Trick Shot Tuesday that Trey used to do. Yeah, but I was thinking about yeah. like, you know, like the shows just on regular TV yeah. where like, you, you like go like America's Funniest Home Videos or like that kind of concept. Like so um, any videos that you think would be entertaining for our show, whether it's an awkward knuckles or a great shot or a trick shot or anything like that, um, we want to feature you on the show. So um, I will get that set up. Um, after worlds for you guys to submit your uh, videos in and we look forward to checking those out um, and potentially have opportunities for you to come on the show and join us so all sorts of fun stuff coming up in the off season yeah eventually i'd like to get to the point where we could have a guest come on and actually ask our guest <laughs> a question yeah. live and in person obviously it has to be somebody that we trust I saw somebody in the chat says ian for viewer of the month or something like that i'm like i don't know if i trust ian live <laughs> he's all over the place uh -oh. <laughs> i love okay. the support and i love the interaction but yeah we got to make sure we uh put them through the screener oh yeah we are live <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <So>. there's no editing <laughs> um yeah okay so um for our game what we wanted to do is we have a top floor bagger and floor bagger of the week and then we have send it or board it we did would you rather earlier so the way that it's going to work is I'm going to give my top floor bagger of the week and my top four bagger of the week. And then Wally, I don't know if you prepared any for today, um, but I'll say what mine are. And then for send it or board it, 
Uh, I'm going to give a scenario and then you would say whether or not you would send it or board it. <laughs> so yeah, I got one. I'm going to have to write it down because I might forget by the time we get there. Go ahead. For you. your four bagger or send it or board no, it? Send it or board it for you. I got one for you. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. So for my top floor bagger from the week is JBJ and Logan Chamberlain stealing that last double spot for the tournament of champions, blocking Gavin Cano. Gavin Cano got in, I believe, two other times, right? With two other people. You know, he, won with, he won with uh, Mark Richards. Who was already he, in. He was already in. And then he won with uh, Fisher, but Fisher's already in with Eric. Fisher's already in. So this was, yeah. so two times Gavin Cano won in doubles, can't be in the Tournament of Champions because his partners had already gotten in. And he was so close <laughs> to finally getting there with someone that, who did he play? Who did Gavin play with? Caleb Batson. Caleb Batson. So yeah. both Caleb and, and uh, Gavin could have taken a spot and JBJ and Logan took it, and they were it didn't matter for them for the tournament of champions. Yeah, JBJ can't get in because Logan will be in there with Sammy Soto. I saw the post today, and uh, Sammy and Logan, I believe, have confirmed, so they'll be in it. Um, so, uh, unfortunate situation. I kind of wish there would have been a little bit more hype for this going see earlier because we we did that question at the beginning of the season why mix up partners? I mean, yeah, why not throw with your regular partner? It doesn't make sense, and I'm not sure how many people knew. But there was a tournament of champions at the end of the yeah, season I, where they were doing I, that, but oh, it, ma it yeah. makes sense there. Well, I think going forward, it might be a, a topic of conversation when they're choosing their open partners for sure. Oh, yeah. And then my four bagger is seven year old Cash Chamness throwing a 10.25 against top pros. I can't remember which game it was, but he threw that. Was it? I think it was Caleb Batson actually and Gavin Cano that he threw that. Uh, a 10.25. Yeah. He's only been playing for like a year and a half. He's seven years old and he did incredible. So he's my four bagger of the week. Yeah. I think I'm going to probably piggyback off of the same topic points. I mean, the floor bagger for me, it, it's hard not to go with Gavin and KB in that situation because Gavin had the game in hand. He just needed to go bored. And he rushed the shot, and he, he he sat there, and he knew he had the moment, and just threw the bag without even thinking, without even you know making sure that that bag was on the board. And I talked to him afterwards. He's like, "Man, I did rush it." He's like, "I I knew I had it, and I rushed it." And then you know the KB on the other side had an unfortunate situation. I believe it was Justin Burton Jr. hit an amazing airmail or something like that. I can't yeah. To basically get them back into that game, but uh, yeah, it's it's got to be a dagger getting that far, being in command of everything, and then just falling a little bit short. But uh, um, four bagger, um, I'm basically going right back to. It. I'm going to the junior. I'm going to the youth that I've seen. There's a lot of names that I'm gonna forget, so I apologize up front. But we talked about you know Colin Hodet being one of them. We got Cameron D'Ambrosio, Ryan Trader, Mason Trader, Jaden Ellis. Um, Landon Bass, a lot of the youth this season has definitely been my four bagger of the season. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what they've all accomplished. There's only two spots opening up this season that I know of, but I think next season it opens up quite a bit more after that. So people aging out, you mean? Yeah, aging out. So don't get discouraged. It it does suck. There's only eight. I understand that, but do the exact same thing you did this season, next season, and now that they lifted it. And don't have that 16 year restriction anymore. I think you guys should be good for next year. Just keep on going. Absolutely. All right. My send it or board it is you win a national championship with your doubles partner, but you don't have the right personality match. 
Are you sending it or are you boarding it? So this is kind of interesting here for me because I've seen this multiple times this season where there's like great shot, just questionable um, decisions at times. And it looks like they're not on the same page. And then there starts to be a little bit of finger pointing going around. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So then you always try and figure out who's going to be better for the next season. And this is kind of, like I said, what our show is going to be about next week. We're going to tear all this stuff up. Two of them that come out to mind right off the bat, I'm looking at Trey Birchfield and Alex Rawls. Um, at the beginning of, is this their second season together? Yes. Okay, so at the beginning of their partnership, it looked like Trey Birchfield was the alpha. Kind of looked at Alex Rawls a little bit like, what are you doing? You got to step it up. You got to become yeah. an elite player if you wanted to. And then Alex Rawls became that elite player over the last yeah. year and a half. And now it's like, you know, Jeff was saying earlier, Trey Birchfield kind of calling you out, but you on the spot. You know, Alex mm -hmm. has become the alpha. Trey Birchfield's now trying to catch up. They won a world championship last year, Jordan Power and Jay Rubin. I'm not 100% sure that meshes very well. And now with uh, Jordan Power moving out of the Great Lakes Conference and heading over to the Carolinas, I'm, again, not sure which one. I just kind of lumped Carolina in together. But, yeah. uh, you know, are they going to be a team that stays together? Are they matching personality-wise? We saw Jordan Power hit the amazing shot to win the shootout. But other than that, it was pretty much all Jay Rubin leading up to that. So does that mm -hmm. get in their head? So um, if you're asking me if I'm sending it or boarding it, I'm probably going to send it. I feel like I, I feel like I might have the confidence enough to pick up somebody better, put in the work and deserve that. So, so what, if you're out there listening right now, I want to know, are you sending it or are you boarding it? So are you going to keep playing with that partner? Send it, or are you boarding it saying I, I'm aborting this partnership, um, based on the fact that you have one, but there is a personality mismatch. So send it or board it. All right. What's, what's yours? Wally? All right. So mine's kind of along the same lines. I'm actually going to get very specific with mine. So, all right, let's say that, you know, we don't get to play much Mish. So if I'm signed <laughs> up for an open with you, you're my partner, okay. you're my doubles okay. partner, but then Eric Davis comes up and says, Hey, I need a partner. Are you going to send <laughs> it and go throw with Eric Davis? Or are you going to board it and stay with me? What say you Mish? Oh man. I mean you specifically or just uh -huh. anyone? No, me specifically. Oh, and then I would just ask you what what you want me to do. That's like that's not <laughs> like if it was okay, so if it was someone that I wasn't super close with, then I would I would board it. I would say, Eric, I gotta play in the time. I've already committed to this person. But if it's like you that I know personally, like, Wally, what do you want to do? Can you find <laughs> another partner or not? <laughs> Let's get me. real. You know me. It's going to be like, okay, I know this is your dream come true. Because Eric asked you. He came Eric up to asked, asked you. We, to are play gonna play, we are going to play together in an open next season for sure. Okay, so then I'm going to ask <laughs> We're you. We're going to roll with that tier three. I'm going to ask you and say, hey, me, Trey said I could play. So you're going to have to bump Eric and play with me. <laughs> so. oh, All right. No. So basically, you're just going to spin it back around on me. I like it. Uh, no, I mean, like I said, like, if you were to ask the question with anybody, then I, yeah, I would board it. I wouldn't <laughs> abandon someone. Um, I've been in situations where I've committed to someone and then someone better has asked. And I will say like, hey, sorry, I've already committed. But um, but if it's someone I'm like, if it was like I was going to play with Nick, I'd be like, can you find do you have time to find another partner? You know, yeah. be honest, because if you do, then go find one. If you don't, then I'll stay. <laughs> big drip, big drip in the YouTube chat. So sorry, Wally. I'm gonna go play a big tone. I'm out. <laughs> so, I'm out. Yeah. Deuces. Noted. Noted. <laughs> That's all right. That, that, that builds the fire. That builds the fire. I'm gonna come back twice as strong. I know who I am. 
<laughs> so it's, but it's a valid question, right? Like if someone yeah. better asks you, what do you do? Um, and, and in, do you send it, you, you go with it or do you board it? Um, yeah, it looks like, uh, I don't know. looks like in the chat, big drip sending it. Doesn't matter. Sending it, sending I mean, it doesn't I mean, matter. I mean, there's really two reasons to switch partners in the off season. One, you want to try and have uh, better chemistry or just kind of enjoy it a little bit more with somebody. Um, I talked about me and my buddy, Nick, we used to play together. We had great chemistry. We started in the social division. We worked our way up. We got to be one of the top three players or top three teams in our area. And we, we did really, really well. And then it just kind of soured. Like there was a little bit, um, you know, of hostility coming from like a backyard barbecue party with alcohol involved and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, it stopped being fun. You know what I mean? So we decided to kind of move on. And then the other reason is the contracts, you know? Yeah. I, I'm Alan. down to play with my boy for a long time, but if somebody comes and offers me an extra comma or something that I'm not used to seeing in my paycheck, then I might have to jump <laughs> ship. So. For sure. All right. We are officially out of time. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us and all, of, especially everyone that joined us live. Uh, we will see everybody next week. Do we have our guest for next week locked in? Trey Ryder. Trey Ryder coming next week to get all the details about Worlds. We're going to play our game again. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you all then.